and this is the Exploring Happiness podcast. Let's get happier together! Hello! Today it's all about connections. Just as a reminder, this is part of the Exploring Happiness framework with its six pillars, mindset, health, connections, resources, goals and dreams, letting go. So today it's about pillar number three, connections. And connections can be anything. Connections can be with, with animals, with nature, with culture, via culture, with communities you're not even, you don't even know, but or belong to, but you empathize with them. So connections is really broad, but I'm going to talk about the interpersonal connections today. We are herd animals, uh, so clan, herd, not in pain, but in herd, being together, family, clan, clans, people. I know my German accent always comes through there and I'm like, is it clear that I mean herd and not herd? <laughs> but we need company, we need uh, to have connections. We need the interaction also to keep our senses um, our understanding of signals up to date and also our immune systems. Particularly through COVID, we learned that we need to update our immune system by just having connections, by social connections, by face-to-face -face connections so that we get whatever viruses are going around um, regularly so our uh, immune system can update. If we are missing a few rounds, it hits us harder. I mean, the best example probably is how in Latin America, when the Spanish invaded, uh, the uh, native people to uh, Latin America where they didn't have the flu or not that strain of flu, the Spanish brought it. People died of the flu in, in Spain as well, but people completely were dying it was a like a almost a genocide bringing the flu to latin america because uh they did have no immune system for that um so uh we need to be in touch with people out of a lot of reasons it's not uh, just the immune system it's also the feeling of being in with others of trust bond safety in numbers not alone in the wild, because when we were outcast or banned from our people, from our clan in former times, we were out alone in the wild and that caused pain uh, because we had we were surrounded by threats, we didn't have a safety in numbers, um, and that's still the feeling we have when uh, we are trying to please, so we stay in the group and which then causes to um, release the uh, hormone oxytocin, the bonding hormone, it's one of the happy hormones. Um, it, uh, it helps us to trust and to bond. Um, if we are out alone in the wild, that is gone and cortisol, the stress hormone uh, will, will rise and we will feel stressed and actually feel pain. Um, if we if we we are lonely if we feel loneliness it's actual pain we feel um, 
because we don't have that security around us or that protection any uh, around us. And of course, oxytocin will also be released when we are actually with people who are not safe for us. Uh, I, I'm just throwing in Stockholm syndrome. So you can release oxytocin by touch and by interaction. And it's not always said that that is for the benefit. So connections is what makes us happy. It's one huge factor in happiness. It's a lot of times what people say, what makes them happy. Like my family makes, makes me happy. My friends make me happy. But connections also can make you deeply unhappy. So they can be the cause of both things. But if you do it intentionally, um, you can really use connections to increase your happiness and to keep your happiness steady. And ideally, you can be alone without feeling lonely. Maybe you already can. That's great. I have discovered that for myself. I really like my room, my space, the time I'm, I have for myself. And then I can connect again, which is usually when you have already a good level of connections, when you have invested in your connections and you can be safe for some time without them, knowing that you can get back in there and that they won't turn against you in the meantime or whatever we might be afraid of. I mean, a lot of connections are not every day, every hour. Uh, they are people we meet from time to time um, and we connect with. So there is space in between. But uh, it's important to be able to be alone, but also to on the basis of, yes, I have really good connections um, and I really don't feel lonely because I can connect to them anytime again. As I said, connections can also make you feel deeply unhappy. So they often come with obligation and they also come with a need for boundaries. They, connections come with a need for saying no at some point. Even if somebody uh, is really, like you have really good connection uh, and can sense where it's too much, um, in the end, you have to be able to say no, not further. This is it. So it's one of the reasons why it's so important to look after your health, which is why I dedicated the quite long episode last time to health, uh, because you have to have the capacity um, to look after your resources um, and to tap into what your resources are to allocate them efficiently or well and that means that you connect to yourself and you are able to see okay this is this is the boundary this is I can't go further than that because then I don't have energy anymore or then I get into that level where I don't feel well with having time or with having f like my finances or with having my space whatever it is where you know now oh this is this is a boundary and those boundaries move because you never have the same capacity all the time so sometimes you just can go a lot further and the next time you have to be a lot you know retracting that um it's it's a play and i mean rules are usually they all man made except for like natural uh, laws they are all man made so uh, it's really good to be flexible with those and also in your connections, be flexible with the rules of the others. If somebody says no at some point and then goes back the next time of, you know, 
in this play of finding the boundary um, moves that. Just respect it and see that, okay, today that person can't go further. Last time they did that and that, but this time they can't. Um, and next time they might be able to do that again. Um, so this whole flexibility of boundaries and really knowing where your boundaries sit, feeling it. I mean, it's, I, I think that's the gut feeling. You, you have an idea where it is, but the gut feeling tells you, okay, here, this, this is it. I can't go further. And then respecting that and setting the boundary there, but also respecting where others set their boundaries and don't question it. Don't think that, um, I mean, you can question it, but don't always expect it's against you. It's, it, a lot of times it's not against you. It's, they, they just can't go further in the moment, out of whichever reasons. And of course, we can keep shifting them, but there needs to be respect for those boundaries. And I think then we can deal better with obligation, uh, uh, we can feel better with um, helping others. We are all really meant to help others. I hear it from everywhere. I just want to help. I just want to help. But I would do this. I want to help. I want. I want to help these people. I want to help this person. And I'm always thinking, like, well, maybe help yourself first. Because if you ha don't have good boundaries, it's really. I think it's really counterproductive a lot of times to help because then you don't really have anything to give. Um, so helping is really important, a really important thing we all want to do, um, and some more than others, but it's really, really strong theme um, because it's a connecting. It's, some, it's giving something to somebody else so that making that person then to connect with you. Um, and it's best done when you know your boundaries well and then helping a lot of times is not you don't go like oh I need to help people but it's more like just a give and take just a normal give and take helping has a lot of power issues as well because it's like as if you are the the one who has power and gives the other one it doesn't always need to be like such a power imbalance but there's like a power issue in there um, so I always feel like if you can just give and take and give and take, it's like a flow in there uh, between people, then it's more equal and you're not um, trying to compete that much and trying to get into a power position. Um, you get recognition through that, but you can do it in more in a flow where not one person needs to be up and the other one down, but it's, it's just, it changes uh, up and down. And sometimes one person is up, um, because now I have something the other person wants, but then the next time the other person has something I want or I need, or they give me something I need. So um, it's in the game of who's better, which we all always play. If we meet somebody, we will always play that um, up and down um, uh, thing to know who is the, the leader. <laughs> um, and it can be a lot more equal. It doesn't need to be like a real up and a real down. Um, I'm not sure if that makes sense, but that's also how serotonin is released. So if you, um, that's one of the happy hormones, which makes you comfort, confident and potentially arrogant. Um, it it's, uh, makes you proud. Uh, you have achieved something. Um, it gives you like a status. 
but it can be released through this give and take as well. It doesn't need that you really have like this outstanding, I'm better than others. Uh, it can be um, released by, you can be confident by just playing that game without really needing people to be worse than you. Okay, so I have categorized um, the connections into two groups, love and community. So love is our friends and family, those connections where we spend time and attention, energy, um, and dedicate resources. Uh, and the other one is community. So love, a lot of times, is not that intentional. A lot of times, it's this maybe it starts out intentional, but it's kind of a must. So we must uh, spend time with them because they are family or because they are friends or whatever. Uh, so I think we, we should be really intentional about that. We should like intentionally spend time. And of course, if, if there's our family who lives with us, um, that's hard. But then I also find that my kids started to play with each other again. And we actually even though we are all living here, they have times where they, they are in flow, they are in their productivity zone with whatever games they are playing. And then we actually come together and play something together or just talk or whatever, eat or do something. So it's there. It's, it's just harder to do, uh, but it's there uh, so that you can intentionally spend time with each other, not because you must, but because you can and you want to. Um, and particularly with conflict, conflict loading, um, uh, love connections, I'm just saying parents, partners, siblings, or wider family, um, it, it is really important to evaluate what, what you have and what you want to have, and then see that you can get around those conflicts, solve them, or just, you know, uh, make sure that they, the other person knows that you want a love connection, that you want to love them, that you want to be with them, that they are important for you, but you, you're not sure how to get there, but you're trying to find ways. Um, and then you, of course, have those love connections, which are easy, some friends, which you meet and you always laugh and have fun. In general, it's really important for all love connections um, to have positive moments, shared positive moments um, that can be events or that can be just moments, it can be joke you share, uh, it can be some fun you have together, or I mean, it can be helping and supporting, um, but it's important to create love, um, positive emotions, um, shared positive emotions for those connections so that they stay strong. If you just always have fight, if you always have ne negative emotions and uh, moments, it's just really difficult to keep that love rel uh, relationship up. And I think it's a lot of times important to just evaluate how, if that connection is important to you. And if you go like, yeah, it's really difficult, but it is important, then just work it out because there's always a way to work things out. And the other one is community. So those are people around us. So that might be work colleagues or um, just the neighbors or shop owners or around you, cafe, baristas, uh, parents at school. If you have uh, kids, um, 
other parents just around, um, people you meet in the street, uh, people you meet maybe in the gym or community. So different communities, definitely. If you have a specific hobby, if you share that with people. And those are people who are not your friends and who are not your family. Um, they can become that. Um, so, I mean, there's always flowing boundaries between that. But in general, it's where you, like Patekio, where in the professional field where you connect with colleagues and sometimes you know really so much about colleagues, um, all their troubles, but you're not friends. Um, but you know like deep problems or whatever because you spend a lot of time with each other, but you're not friends. <laughs> and um, that is really important because that's like the wider network around you. Uh, and it's really important to have those connections. I think if you don't have much energy, it's more important to build up or to maintain those love connections and see what you can get uh, out of them because they are the ones which are there if you, if, if you really need help, if you need support, and those are the people who you can ask them to, for support. Uh, but if you have some energy left and you find yourself, you can smile a little bit when you're outside and just smile at, or say hello to the barista who makes your coffee or to the people in the shop who pack your bags or whatever, just have a small chat or about the weather or the kids or who knows what. If you feel that you have that energy, let it flow. You don't need to do anything else. It's just really like a quick connection. Uh, you might smile at each other the next time, but you don't have to become friends. You don't have to spend more time with them. It's just about somehow connecting, somehow finding one common point. And that, I think that's why talking about the weather is just a great thing because that's something we share. We are all out in that weather and we all know that's something we can talk about. So sometimes it's really just talking about the weather. Oh, it's sunny today, oh, it's the rain, something like that. Uh, and just have a quick moment. That is it. You don't need necessary more. I mean, with work colleagues, different thing, but uh, just, and nurture that community, um, nurture all the different community connections whenever you can, because those are network connections. Those make you feel safe. Um, it's, uh, it releases oxytocin. It gives you the feeling that there's people around you uh, who you can trust, even though you don't necessarily trust your barista with your life or anything, but it's people around you and it's a good atmosphere. So you feel safe, you feel more relaxed. Uh, and potentially, with some connections, you might also get opportunities from the, uh, them. So either they become friends or, um, you know, you get a job through that or you just get some information. A lot of times it's more about the information about what's going on. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just community, it's network, it's called social cap capital, um, which is uh, intangible. But it's really good if you have uh, energy left uh, to just, you know, go smile, talk about the weather here and there. And if people go like, oh, God, well, then let them. Maybe they don't have a good day or maybe they are not up for these things. Good, but whatever. Okay, so um, what I think you might already be doing all these things. I think it's really important to do them intentionally because they are a pillar for happiness. <laughs> Um, all these connections 
like a uh, basis of our happiness where they release oxytocin where they release uh, serotonin uh, and they those are happy hormones um, and they help us to to navigate through this world uh, so it's about connecting it's always about connecting if you're just on your own you're connecting to yourself if if you're somewhere else you're connected if you just connect with nature if you just watch the birds or sometimes i talk to birds or dogs or even the gecko who now lives in our kitchen i told him yesterday sorry but i have to turn on the light and i have to step over there and drink my uh, medicine tea my herbal tea and then i have to put on a dishwasher and it's noisy and i hope you still go out and eat all the mosquitoes whatever you do you know you can connect to anything uh, i think in general it's probably best if we connect mostly to humans <laughs> because otherwise we get a little bit strange uh, and it's harder than to connect to humans um, but we always connect and connections is connection is really important because we are part of a bigger thing we are part of a universe we are part of earth we are part of our community so connecting to all that intentionally is super important Interestingly, culture is also that, uh, but it gives you some routines, like uh, some habits, some rituals, some guidelines how to connect, and that is um, culture. So it's really nice to connect with um, cultural habits, and I think we can nowadays often choose which ones. We don't always have to do whatever Christmas and Valentine's Day and so on, but you can choose which ones you really want to do and which habits. Um, or rituals you want to do um, and then make them yours so okay so and some things which come up when connecting we talked about obligation about conflict um, about um, which is a lot of times about boundaries a conflict sits a lot of times I think it probably always sits where boundaries are where because one person want a boundary there one person want a boundary there and we they can't agree um then jealousy wanting i think jealousy is not wanting to lose envy is wanting something somebody else has um so jealousy envy which i think is always a great thing when i feel envious or jealous um i think gets more going for envious i think it always shows me oh that's something i want oh that's interesting um so i turn that around into being happy for that person that they have it because there's always a story behind and usually if it's something great they also have sacrifices for that um so i'm happy for them i'm happy they got it because that means i can get it too and obviously it's something i want so i can uh, build goals around it to get it or if i go like okay I want it and then I start thinking about okay how can I achieve it and I'm like actually I'm not ready to do that I'm not ready to sacrifice these things I think I actually can let go of that so that is something which uh, I think is helpful when dealing with connections there's also the imposter syndrome thing, thinking you're not worth it we are not good enough and so on it's really strong nowadays I think it always has been strong but at least we start talking about it uh, and then I think that is actually the cure that you talk about it because you will find that everybody is self-conscious about something and a lot of times about the things where you think the other person is already further and you are not worth it 
uh, and you find like yes that they are they are also self-conscious about it they also think they are not doing it well enough um, so imposter is something where I think you have to get over it and do it if it's important enough and particularly talk about other people about it because you will always find that you're really not alone with that and even if somebody is confident at some point they are self-conscious in another. We all have a problem not feeling worthy, not feeling confident in a lot of areas. So talking about it gets you out there, gets you overcome it, particularly when it's important for you so that you can deal with it and move on um, and don't let it stand between you and connections or between you and uh, achievements. And then it was really interesting because somebody asked me, but how do you connect? So connecting itself can be a problem if you haven't really learned it. And I mean, I, I won't say that I'm a big connector. I think I've gotten a lot better, particularly because I'm intentional about it. But um, what, what I find is that um, if you get jealousy, envy, uh, envy and imposter and the fear of conflict, the fear of that you have to move your boundaries, under control, it's a lot easier to connect because then you just can go with the flow. You know, you talk to somebody, they are stupid, uh, silly, and you go, okay, let let it go. There's enough people. There's a there's enough people I can connect with. I really don't need you. And I also understand that maybe just today is a bad day or whatever. Yeah, and or I'm not your type, and that's okay because I I mean I have my own baggage and my own things, and maybe that's too much for you in general. Maybe it's too close. Maybe it's too far. It doesn't matter. There's so many more people I can connect with. I think it's really important to also build your love connections, to have those connections. I think we all have at least the base of family. And I mean, that's why family is so important, because it's like we are born with a love connection, usually if we haven't lost our family. Um, so there's people who are family or uh, either by blood or by um, I'm not sure how that's called by love, <laughs> by choice. Um, and just nurturing those uh, and spending time with them and trying to understand, empathizing um, and connecting with them, uh, which a lot of times is just putting away that bloody phone and just listen um, or, or even talk uh, and um, have points to connect. Um, and it doesn't mean connecting doesn't mean you have to agree. You have to just connect. <laughs> um and uh, then uh, once you have, have some solid foundation where you feel like, okay, I have a few people in my back uh, who, who are there, who I love connections, who I share positive moments with, who I'm fairly sure I can at least ask for support and then they can tell me if I can do it or not. Um, and they are not just like, okay, I never talk to you again because you asked me for support. Um, so once you have built up that, it's a lot easier to build up the, the other connections and to expand that, those love connections. So again, how to connect, uh, connecting is, I guess, let's, let's see. It's being interested in the other being and it's also being willing to share something from you. You connections, true connections always make you somehow vulnerable because you, you're reaching out or you're offering something from you, some, let's go with secret, to the other person and they can take it and just, you know, trash you and go around and tell everybody that 
you said this or you, you are like that um, or they can just be really mean to you you talk to them and they go like "Ugh, you're just shitty or something like that so it's always meaning you have to open up a little bit to be able to connect to let's go plug in to each other without like a dirty meaning of that um, so there needs to be a little opening in your in your uh, firewall um, and you need to make yourself at least a little bit vulnerable and you also have to be able to to tap into understand what the other person might feel you don't need to have to do that perfectly i think we're born with being able to maybe not everybody i have no idea how it is to be on a spectrum um, if you can't interpret facial expressions or emotions i i'm not sure i'm not probably not the right one to talk to you but if you're not just not sure what they mean it doesn't matter so when once you connect and the other person answers uh, so you you open up and you either answer when the other person approaches you and says hello or how are you or strikes up, the strikes up a conversation and you go like, oh, I don't know, I don't know this person. Um, then, um, but you can be like, well, I just have time and seems okay. So just let's see what, what's happening. And then you share something and you, you're not sure how the other person reacts and you might share something deep and, you know, you never see the other person again or they ask for your phone number, but they never call you. It just, it just does not matter. I think it's, it's really, it might be a little bit painful because you lose some oxytocin there. You lose something where you thought like, oh, I invested in that. Um, I gave them something really big and now they don't do anything about it. Maybe just sm start smaller the next time. Or maybe you need to have more people to share your deep, uh, your deep stuff uh, and the big stuff, but you don't have enough love connections for that or the love connections don't have the capacity in the moment, then just go ahead and share it. And, you know, if the other person never wants to see you again, uh, that's it. Don't, you know, at least you got it off your, your chest. <laughs> you talked about it <laughs> and you shared it with somebody uh, and uh, uh, that pe person now needs a lot of space and boundaries. But, um, you, you know, whichever you do, uh, don't be afraid of sharing something from you. Um, and the more connections you have, the easier it will get to just share little bits and don't up, uh, open that much. Um, I'm not sure if that helps. But uh, like I say, if you have problems to connect, um, I found that helped me a lot. When I started to understand that bit, um, it helped me a lot to just open up and go with the flow and just not be hurt that much. Hurt in the sense of pain, not in the sense of clan. Uh, hurt that much by how p other people react or what they think about me. And of course, I do think about it, but it's not, it's not, import it's not that important because... In, in the world I live in, I'm living in a city, there are so many other people I can connect with otherwise. Of course, with the love connections, different story, but there I have a lot more empathy because I know them uh, and I can understand why they might react that way or that way. And then either I can talk with them about it or just give them a little space because they need to sort out stuff for themselves in the moment. Okay, so that was a lot about connections. Um, 
I can see that my episodes start to get longer when I talk about things I uh, really reflect a lot upon and uh, care a lot about. Uh, and connections obviously is really important. So I hope it helped you. Uh, feel free to ask some questions or to throw in some feedback and some experiences. Um, I put my contact details uh, um, under the this episode uh, or there's also a comment box where you can comment. I'm really happy to um, for you to start the conversation. Well, actually, I started the conversation, but for you to continue the conversation and hear from you. Next week, I'm talking about um, resources. So that would be belongings, which I also call tools, um, time, money, and energy. Until then, I hope you have a happy week. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next week when we explore more happiness together.